another episode of Saturday Smoke. We uh, we might have missed this uh, week last week, but you know what? That was for good reason, because the boys took a little road trip this weekend to State College, which was, I got to say, it was a great time. Uh, we, we had some fun down there in State College uh, watching the Michigan-Penn State game. Uh, we'll get into that in, in in a little bit. Let's just uh, recap some picks for this last week that nobody heard, but we uh, we, we still want to brag a little bit. Uh, Jensen, what did you got for last week? Your boy went off a little bit. Um, <laughs> but I basically just took the uh, against the spread record for the year to date, and then I made it so that they were non-ranked teams and I believe I had it over 700%. So these are teams that aren't getting the credit they they deserve, but they are helping out the spread betters all year. And we got to start with that UNLV team that we all love. We we are a big UNLV. Oh yeah, podcast, baby. I believe. And um just so you know Air Force and Fresno State both lost like late games. So UNLV has a real shot at winning that Mountain West. Pretty dope. But anyways, Wyoming 14, UNLV 34. This was UNLV. Um, they were given six points. I'll take that all day, baby. Um, Washington's home record, 6-0. What, or, what, Wyoming's home record, 6-0. Wyoming's away record. 0-4. Crazy, man. Um, home home on a range. <laughs> home on a range is right. Uh, the next game, Miami of Ohio. They've been, they've been giving us love all year. Uh, they shut out Akron, even though their offense was terrible. Um, Miami's offense... Uh, their success rate was only 31% against Akron, which is one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah, Akron, that line is wild there with the, with the minus 18. Like, yeah, just got yeah, that so spread. 19 nothing. Yeah, so Akron is 126 in total offense, as you can see by the goose egg that they laid. Wow. This, this was never going to be close, but 18 points. I thought we had it in the bag, but... Miami over uh, under If they were to take a kid from Akron, um, a certain uh, a, a old man nowadays, uh, do you think that he could still play tight end for for the Akron Zips? <laughs> oh. If you if you put LeBron on this Akron team, do you think they would have scored a point last game? Yes, I think so. <laughs> have you seen those old uh, freaking videos of him? That dude does not know how to run a route at all. Yeah, true. All uh, right, what's that next game? We got here's our first L. Uh, Rice. This Rice team has been fighting for us all year, believe it or not. Um, JT Daniels has has actually been not so bad as a Rice L, but um, they they came up against UTSA, which is a pretty good team actually. Um, and I had Rice plus 16 and a half. I thought that this one was going to hit. But UTSA, the defense came up to play, man. Their stop rate was 77%. Uh, 
Rice's average starting field position was was their own nineteen, and UTSA's was their own like thirty four. So, um, you're not gonna win that way. The next game was Texas State twenty three, or yeah, Texas State twenty three, Coastal Carolina thirty one. We had Coastal Carolina plus one point, and we got the W there. For Texas State, T.J. Finley got hurt, I believe, and then Malik Hornsby came into play. So those, I mean, Malik Hornsby, where did he play before that? Was that LSU? And then T.J. Finley was um, Mississippi State. So those are two old SEC quarterbacks going to um, Texas State now. Arkansas, Malik Hornsby. Arkansas. Arkansas. That still, still, yeah, yeah. Te- Texas State was not so great in this game. Um, Coastal Carolina just kind of let it cruise. Yeah, yeah. Texas State had two late scores there to to make it look closer than it certainly was sure. throughout the game. You know, it, you know, in the last three thirty-seven, they put up thirteen points, but uh, definitely not enough to uh, to make it count. Yeah. Uh, the next game we had New Mexico State 38, Western Kentucky 29. New Mexico State, these boys have been going at it all year for us. This is a team that I was kind of root for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Western Kentucky, I'm fading them. I, I love Western Kentucky. Don't get me wrong. I'm a Hilltopper guy, but I, I'm fading them against, against the spread the rest of the way. This just isn't the same team. Like of years past, their their offense is just kind of mediocre, and their defense is really bad. One hundred twenty third total defense, bad. I mean, I I'm okay me? with that if you have a top thirty offense, but it's the sixty six offense. Can you tell me why they are the Aggies, but they are like Cowboys too? I don't understand New Mexico State. Because they do what they want. <laughs> They're not out here giving out hats at all. Do you think that anybody goes to a class in New Mexico State? <laughs> Chunks, what, what do you think are the, the main classes that people attend at New Mexico State? Pottery. Okay. It's pot- <laughs> you it's, got me there. <laughs> it's pottery and it's freaking... Um, UFOs. Okay, that's it. Okay, you want to get into the other game, guys? Game? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, like I said, oh yeah, we, let's uh, actually say our record though. This week, we went four and one. That's eighty percent. That's pretty dope. Ain't too shabby. Ain't too shabby at all. So this year, we're thirty nine, thirty three, and two, and that makes for fifty four point two percent. That's when we start making money, man. Like <laughs> money is being made. Yeah, no, this uh, this uh, we're starting to to fit in that groove. Like eighty percent on on a week, it, 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 you can't deny that. Certainly not. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just uh, we'll 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 get into our 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 moves later today or later in this uh, segment. But let's go ahead and talk a bit about our little trip. Um. You guys ruffled some feathers down there uh, at, at Penn State. 
Uh, let's start out with that Michigan-Penn State game. Michigan 24, Penn State 15. Uh, Chunks, what do you got for that? everything with, the, with that game? I mean, basically, Michigan imposed their will on Penn State. Like, the big... The big thing going into the game was obviously that Petiti uh, gave Harbaugh the three-game suspension while they were on their way to Penn State. Um, he found yeah. out over social media. Um, on an observed holiday. <laughs> right, exactly, on Veterans Day. It's shady by the Big Ten all around. Um, not a good look. Even the guys you had on your side are quite skeptical now. Um but we came and we still conquered uh, by running the ball down their fucking throat. So um, I I couldn't be too much happier with the game. I, w- I would have liked to see um, JJ with a few more throws to the outside, but like it kind of looks even cooler in the style of the game that we just went. They didn't give up anything. Like they, th- there was, there's no tape for Ohio State to watch. I mean, there was there was only 114 scrimmage plays between the two teams in this yeah. game anyway. Right. And I, I truly but, believe, and I, and, I ta- and I talked about it before, this game that we just saw with Penn State is going to be a completely, completely different game that we'll see with Ohio State. Yeah, I totally um, agree. In two weeks. There's, it's going to be night and day, um, which, which is crazy that Michigan probably has the potential to do that. Like, that, that's just a crazy thought. But yeah, man. I, I think for Penn State, the main thing you really need to ask yourself is, can Drew Eller ever make a throw? Because I, I don't think Penn State played terrible in this game. They're a tough team, and they had to be a tough team to keep it as close as they did, although this game wasn't 24-15 to 15 close. It was a late score that kept them that close. But Drew Eller was missing everything, man. It's amazing to see it in person. Like, it's like – it makes you really feel like you could play the game. Right. It, it was – Horrendous. Like his stat line doesn't do it justice. No, it really doesn't. I mean, ten, 10 for 22, 70 passing yards. Um, he had a that passing touchdown. Right. Um, which was set up by by some questionable calls, but uh and then he he had a little bit of rushing yards, nine carries, fifty-eight rushing yards, and a, the, and a rushing, the rushing touchdown. touchdown was nice, yeah. But yeah, that was also set up by that uh trick play. Right. So he also had a catch as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, it was awesome to see. I mean, everyone's been going nuts about it. Like the play where they put, brought in the D tackles and put them on the left side and just, we're just going to run it down your throat. And what what was it? 32 consecutive run plays, zero passes in the second half. Although. Yeah. Since, uh, since the second quarter, halfway through the second quarter. There, but there was JJ had one throw that was a pass interference, so that doesn't count. Um, so it wasn't totally the game plan just to be like, all right, we're running it the whole half. But it just, it just yeah. worked, man. People forget we have Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards, and they act like they've had slow seasons, but they have. Dude, Donovan Edwards didn't didn't even really do anything until this point last year. Right. Exactly. I mean, 
the reason why his name became such a big thing is that Ohio State game when Blake Corum was out. Yeah. I mean, he is a he is a really good player. And he's usually a very patient runner, almost too patient for this at times. For this group. Yeah. But he he's a he's a good player and I mean Blake Corum with his his uh bloody bridge of his nose was yeah. uh, was quite yeah, something. Badass. And I, I don't think you could ask for any more from the Michigan defense in this game. I thought they were spectacular all around. I, yeah, man, yeah, but yeah, well, thirty-one we, pass attempts in this game, like at all. <laughs> Tell me that's not yeah. a big Big Ten football game. I mean, we were talking about it the whole time. Like this game, nothing really happened for three plus quarters. Like yeah. it was. Oh, it was better. slow. Yeah, it was slow to start for sure. And and you even said at the beginning you thought max sixty five plays or so. Yep. Um, I said sixty. And, yeah, and yeah, I, 60. that was about right. Yeah, yeah. And 60 I for each team. I think I think in the past couple years Michigan has been built to be Ohio State. I think that's been very evident. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a locker room vibe. I think this team is a little more built to like beat Georgia like I this team won't have what happened two years ago in the playoff to that or last year (laughs) yeah yeah but they when Georgia but I mean when Georgia blew us out and they just came out and they were way stronger way more physical than we could ever Mm -hmm. be and their defensive line was too quick that's Mm -hmm. that won't happen to this team I didn't love how much JJ was getting um uh, attacked in the first half, um, but the stats don't really show that that was an issue. Um, but Penn State did get after him in the first half, and then we just went to running it down their throat. So I I would like yeah to see- I mean let's let's be real J- JJ I I'm glad that they switched off of it. I yeah. mean JJ was efficient in terms of completion percentage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In terms of like yards per throw, I mean, yeah. seven uh, completions for 60 yards, mm-hmm. not very good. So, mm-hmm. uh, there's one stat that I like to use, and it's a uh, win probability added uh, WPA. So, as a passer, mm-hmm. his win probability added was negative two percent. As a runner, though, which he was, he was a good runner in this game. Yeah, like third downs and whatnot. A few big runs. He had a thirteen percent win probability to this game. Yeah, yeah. My favorite play of the whole game was him um, panning out right, um, and it definitely looked like it was going to be a pass. I think it was a third down play. Yeah, it was. Um, and him evading that tackle, and I think he probably got—I want to say it was seven or ten yards on that play—and um, it set up the touchdown, I believe, later in that drive. Um, yeah, no, that was that was one of the more gutsy plays that I saw from JJ McCarthy. But yeah, he was definitely far more than the pass. Like, like we said, he didn't need to pass. Like the the numbers are gonna yep. uh, are gonna look like it was like, oh my god, he he um you know didn't do anything. But, knew, there was never a point where it seemed like Michigan wasn't gonna win this game. Uh, to bar, borrow from Joe Clatt, I mean they're boa constrictors, dude. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just they just like suck the air out of the ball. I mean, well, they only give – they don't give up passing yards at right. all. 
Mm-hmm. They, they give up 134.6 per game. They've given up five passing touchdowns. Like, they, they're not good. If you can't run against them, you're, def, you're not going to pass against them. They have some of the best secondary in the, in the nation. Yeah. I think. Yeah, no, I mean, just, just seeing the other team having Drew Haller um, should always yeah. have, uh, you should always have confidence. Certainly. Right. I, yeah, I think, and also attempting a two-point conversion early in the game, yeah. you're always chasing points, man. True. You're always chasing points. I, I think the key takeaways from this game are that in the against Ohio State, can Michigan throw the ball, which we haven't seen any, anything saying they can't. Um, the defense is completely legit. We Our season's finally started, which is nice now that we can kind of get over this whole their schedule suck thing. Um, and then as far as Penn State goes, like, where do you go from here? Are you going to stick around with this fucking 10 win James Franklin stuff? Matt capped out. Like, what do you, what do you do from here? How do you improve if you're, it, I mean, is, is it going to be 10 win next year? Who knows? No, definitely, yeah, definitely I mean, not. Yeah, I mean, I I think it, I think the win total because I I believe that their win total this year was nine and a half. I mean, yeah. does it does it go to eight and a half next year? Do you think he maybe jumps ship to a certain uh, agricultural and manufacturing uh, Texas school? <laughs> I kind of wonder. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think they're going to go for a big name again. Um, but just because that would, like, if it fails, like, it would be such an embarrassment again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, make no mistake, this t- Penn State defense is a top three defense in the league. Yeah, I mean, no, they, they, they definitely so got good. you on your, on your toes there quite a bit for, the, for a while um, there to start the game off. But, uh yeah, no, I, I thought they were really uh, good. The punter, I was talking about the punter the whole time. That was some great uh, uh, work there to get them within the five, to get them um, pretty deep after being deep in their own territory. Um, that's what I was certainly most impressed of uh, for, from the game there. Yeah, I mean, they had seven tackle for losses against Michigan, which doesn't happen. Michigan is just a move-forward team. So let's move on to another game. Yeah, um, yeah, that, that Miami Florida State game we were we we're following as we were driving back. Um, yeah, Emory Williams uh, taking the start over Tyler Van Dyke, but uh, thinks he, he he had an interesting game there up until uh, until the end. Yeah, so it stinks that Emory Williams got hurt. Did you guys watch the video? No, no. I, no. I think he broke his left arm bad. Oops. It was like a rollout play to the left, and he was like going for a fourth and two. It was under three minutes left in the game, and he just ate it, man. And he got the he got it, but he definitely yeah, broke like the uh, upper part of his left arm. <laughs> I was watching this, and um, I just was, was watching the uh, I think it was a Washington game at the same time. So I think I was flipping back, and I saw Tyler Van Dyke coming in. I'm like, oh, are they just trying to? Get 
the guy that was hot to, to come in and, and do stuff. And of course, you know, Tyler Van Dyke throws the uh, the pick to uh, to seal it all. Um, but man, I I'm not in on this Florida State team. I I don't think that they're a top tier team. Um, if they sneak into the playoffs, uh, that's not gonna sit well with me, certainly. Yeah. But also, I mean, who are they going to play in the ACC? Chain? Oh, probably Louisville, actually. But um, which which could which could also be a good game. I think that Louisville could win that game. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think a whole lot of Louisville, but they're better than maybe. Miami. Yeah. It's yeah. more. It's it's more of a. I think Florida State are frauds than Louisville are contenders. You know, because because Florida State keeps playing these close games with teams that are certainly not as good as them. Um, yeah, and if, giving them chances to win, like the yeah, Clemson game. Yeah. The Clemson had chances to win that game. Miami one hundred percent had a chance to win this game. Boston College yeah. had chances to win that game. Um, and maybe maybe this is, you know, they are battle-tested. and But I just – this doesn't seem like battle-tested wins to me. They seem like a bad team squeaking it out. A bad, good team, nonetheless, but still not a – I think it's, not, it's more of an underproducing team. It, yeah. it might be a good thing that, that actually they haven't really hit. For them, you know, yeah, um, they haven't had everybody all together since the, I would say, since the LSU game. Like they haven't played a full game, and it's not even like they played a good first half in that game. They just mm-hmm. stayed in it, you know. But I mean, Keon Coleman had a really nice touchdown, but him only having four catches and twenty-four yards—that's yeah—you need a lot more from your guy. Mm-hmm. But Emory Williams, yeah, yeah. I I know that his stat line, like his completion percentage, is pretty poor. But he he kept his guys in in this game, and he I think the team responds a little bit more to him. It seems like their body language is better with with him. Yeah, no, it's um Miami has been an interesting case all year. Um, but what exactly do is is there to think of this team? Um, do you think they're on the way up or or on the way down? What do you think? Um, I think that their recruiting is getting better and better. Mm-hmm. I think that their gameplay isn't really, mm-hmm. especially. Yeah. I mean, some of the blunders this year, just for they're, clock they're really management just- and whatnot. Yeah, no, there, there's such a disconnect um, at times with this team that, I, I mean, at times like that was the A&M game. Um, they looked like world beaters. They looked phenomenal. But um, just some silly mistakes and um, that interception to end the game was, was really frustrating. I think there was a better way to handle it, certainly. But I don't know. I would love an ACC where Miami's good again and um, – we this game actually, you know, mattered a little bit more for for both teams, not just Florida State. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down with Florida State and Miami being 
kind of the leaders of the ACC again. I'm I'm sick of Clemson. <laughs> let's uh let's quickly talk um just some SEC real quick. Um, the two big uh, behemoths in the SEC right now. Uh, Georgia whooped up on uh, on Ole Miss fifty two to seventeen, and uh, Alabama won big against uh, against Kentucky. Um, we 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 knew going into the season this was probably the way things were headed. Uh, but what are you guys' take on Georgia and Alabama? All right, Georgia. Um, they are they're getting really good, man. They're they're able to do whatever the hell they want. I mean, in in the Ole Miss game, they had five rushing touchdowns between three running backs. They had a sixty-seven percent success rate. They were able to do whatever the hell they wanted. I mean, it like beyond explosive plays. So in this game specifically, the Georgia game, I mean, both teams had seven explosive plays. That's like plays over fifteen yards. But if you take away the explosive plays. Ole Miss's EPA was negative 21.56. That means that the rest of their plays sucked. Georgia was plus 12.22. That means the rest of their plays were really good. They were just like eight-yard plays, you know? Mm-hmm. So they were able to do whatever the hell they wanted. I mean, this the score showed 52 to 17 against what was a top 10 team. <laughs> I mean, they're they're fraud they're fraudulent for sure. Their, yeah, their defense is is but and also Jackson Dart did get hurt in this game and Spencer Sanders had to come in but um this is they're not on the same level at all I mean Georgia Georgia is a a top team I'm fine with them being number one for as long as as long as they want this was um, one of the first weeks where I think they truly establish themselves as that number one like this, this beat down um really kind of awoke the georgia doubters that have said this isn't the georgia that has been over the last two years i including in that doubters um but yeah no this was a, this was a one where it's like yeah they're, they're they're for real for sure um and then the alabama game um 49 21 uh, against Kentucky, Jalen Jalen Milrow uh, really kind of starting to cement his Heisman candidacy uh, with six touchdowns overall in this game. Uh, what do you think about Alabama? I think they're better than Georgia. <laughs> so all that talk about Georgia as number one, and you, you're going with Alabama over them. Yes, I I think that if you played them right now. I'm gonna go with Alabama. I think. You know, what do you, what like, do you think is the six is the succinct difference between the two right now? I think it's Milrow. That dude, that dude is really getting comfortable in this offense, and it, and it, also, it, yeah, go ahead. Also, I think uh, Nick Saban is just getting his guys ready, and he's having fun. And he the the team is having fun. It's uh those are the three best cultures in in uh college football are Alabama, Georgia, and Michigan. And those are three different teams mm-hmm. than everybody else. You could say maybe Oregon is starting to get that way, but 
I don't think that they are anywhere near those three teams. We, um, yeah, I mean, Alabama, Milrow, we have seen the evolution just this year uh, for him. Like, he was, for me, some of the passes that I saw him throw earlier in the year were were just sailing um, too high and incredibly inefficient. Um, his line for the day was 15-22, 234 yards, three touchdowns, and then another three on the ground. Um it's getting there. It's certainly getting there. Um, and I, I don't know if he has enough in it over the last stretch to make the Heisman, but I, he's certainly made himself. Um, he's been on a mission since, bound. yeah, since halftime of the Tennessee game, he's been on a yeah. mission. <laughs> without a doubt. You know, without a doubt. He, that, um, that team is playing super well. They're not, they're not better than Georgia, but what, I think that neutral site, they could definitely win that game. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's already like, cemented in for the, uh, for the, the championship game. So, uh, so we will get that Georgia Alabama game in two weeks. So, um, we'll be circling our calendars for that for sure. Um, yeah, let's just do a small little um, talk about Washington while we're here. Um, this was a scary one for Washington again. Um, they uh, only won this 35-28. It was pretty close. Uh, Bryson Barnes ended up with two touchdowns, 240 yards, and uh, with, with two interceptions. Um, Penix, once again, um, I think he's second now in Heisman uh, running behind Bo Nix, but uh, 332 yards, two passing touchdowns, and a rushing touchdown. Um, anything on Washington? Yeah, I mean, they, they added a running game to their offense. Uh, it, Dylan Johnson's been very, very good the past two weeks. He has been and awesome that, the past couple weeks. That's a, whole another, that's a whole other level that is making their offense a lot stronger. I mean, they, they've been able to just play spread, just offense, and uh, just throw it to three different awesome receivers. But when you face a team like Oregon that's that's also got a secondary that's strong, your your passing game is it's going to be tough to to throw on those guys. So if you can add that another element of of a of a running game, then they have a good chance of of winning the the Pac-12. Yeah, I uh, I thought that. Um... Over the past couple weeks, yeah, every single time I look up at these games, it looks like Dylan Johnson has another, you know, breakout run. Um, and yeah, you cannot ever deny uh, Roma Dunze. That dude is going to be good at every level. Um, I'm hoping that the Bills take a look at him for sure. I, um, I feel like he gets 20 yards per catch, man. Yeah, at definitely. least like on the season, I I would think it would be close to that high. And if they're able to make it to that college football playoff, I think that that'll be an interesting part of the game um, against, you know, certain teams. Like you, like you said before, Michigan really does have a weakness on throwing over the top. Um, so uh, I would be leery of that, certainly, um, you know, with Michigan. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Wa- just a quick stat on Washington. They're, I mean, they're, they're the number one passing game. They're, they mm-hmm. they have 
378 yards per game, but they got to give up less yards passing. Yeah. Uh, t- 269, that, that makes them 122nd in the league. They, 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 other teams are starting to come closer to matching them. I know that yeah. that's over a hundred yard difference, but I mean, other teams have been able to run better than them. But now, now that they can run, hopefully, hopefully they do a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, no, that that defensive showing is is certainly evident. Um, you know, with the the you know obviously this Utah game and the USC game, and um, you know, letting letting these teams that. They're certainly inferior, um, you know, stay within these games and, and keep it tight. So I am hoping for another rematch with Oregon Washington. I don't remember how the Pac 12 works. I think that it's the two best teams. Um, but yeah, oh, that'll be interesting to uh, end the season. And I wanted to roll that into our um, let's let's go with our top tens. Um, and where we stand. Uh, Chunks, we haven't heard from you in a while. What do you got for a top 10? I think if I had to put a top 10 of not not resume, nothing involved, I'm just saying top 10 best football teams, right? That's what we're aiming at. Yeah. I think even after all that, I do think Alabama is able to beat them, but I think Georgia has won. I haven't seen anything that has disparaged me from thinking that, and that's obviously mm-hmm. coming from a Michigan homer. I'll put Michigan two, um, and I think I think that one and two is it as solid as it was at the beginning of the year. I think they're still. I I don't I don't see too much of an argument against that right now, and then, I will unlike Caden I, I kind of believe in Florida State more than most. I think their top end can be very, very good. They're just super inconsistent, but they're still winning games even when they're not playing at their best. But they have all the talent to be able to do it. So I'm going to put Florida State three, Ohio State four. Um, Ohio State's – they're solid, man. I I don't have a yeah, lot you, of Yeah, you can't deny them. Right. I don't I – lo- their defense is fantastic. I don't have a lot of confidence in Kyle McCord. I think that's why mm-hmm. I dropped them down to four. Now, um, let, uh, if, you, if you did that, so if, the, if that was the playoff ranking, which it probably would be yeah. if, if there were two Big Ten teams. Right. Um, that would be interesting, but go on. And then – I'm going to put Oregon at that five. Um, yes, Oregon over Washington right now because I, I do still think they're a better team. I think they're more complete. And Bo Nix is playing some of his best football. Um, I mean, and the dude's played a lot of football, and this is this is the best I've ever seen him. Um, so I'll go Oregon. Then I'll put Alabama. Um, they're dangerous. They can win the title, I think. Um they could eat. I, I think they could easily win the title. They they have all the talent they need, and Jalen Milrose putting it together. Um, then I'll do Washington at seven. I'll throw your Texas in there at eight, Caden. And then, so I I think those top two or those top eight are the only teams that can really do anything going from here on out. That even have a slight chance to win the the national title, and I. No offense, but I don't really think Texas or Washington are are going to be there at the end. 
Um, and then nine, I'm going to throw Missouri at nine, and I'm going to throw LSU at ten, just by how okay. good yeah. teams are. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think those nine and ten are tough. Obviously, LSU has three losses, but they, I think they have the Heisman winner on their team right now. I think he's going to sneak it out just by be, having the crazy season he's having. Um, and I. I I like this Missouri team a lot. So that that's that's where my top ten if I had to choose that right now. All right, Caden, you're up. Uh my top ten, I actually gave you guys the benefit of the doubt on. Um uh Michigan is going to be my number one team. Um oh holy shit. Actually, uh Syracuse ended up being Colgate. Holy shit. Oh, they did um, one? Yeah, 79-75. Damn. Thank God. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Michigan is my number one team. Um, and I think this because they can play so many different styles of football um, that I don't think other teams can play so far. I think that Michigan can bring people down and, you know, play a gritty game, um, which is what I saw this week. That's why I was super impressed with, with what I saw. Um, number two, uh, I think is Georgia. Same are a full team um and brock bowers hasn't been there so it's like their best player will be coming back and a team that showed this past week that they can dismantle a top 10 team um can get and getting their best player back is is gonna be just a, a wild combination uh number three for me i am still a washington backer i think michael Penix should win the heisman myself um I think that if if you get them in the game with Dylan Johnson doing what he's doing, I know the defense is honestly terrible, um, but I think that they could make some noise um, just the way that the whole evolution of football has become. Uh, Number four, I also have Ohio State. I just think that you can't deny where they're at. Their offensive weapons are pretty tremendous, um, and their defense is really strong as well. Um, which would be interesting if that ended up that way with one four, you know, Michigan, Ohio State playing each other on number six is my uh is my Texas Longhorns. Um and this is mostly because for I would put him them ahead of Oregon, but the loss of Jonathan Brooks is just monstrous. Um he had what what a phenomenal year he had. Um total total breakout year for him. Um I think he probably does stay uh with with his injury. Um, but we do have CJ Baxter taking over for him. We, we have all of the offensive weapons and, and Quinn Ewers, uh, back in town as well. Um, the Iowa state game will probably be another gritty sort of win. The Iowa state defense is still pretty good. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, number seven is Alabama, uh, just because fuck Alabama, um, we beat them so they can be right behind us. Um, as you can see, I haven't brought up Florida State yet, so that is my number eight team. I, I believe that every single team ahead of them will be could beat Florida State. Um, my number nine team is Oregon State. Uh, I think they are really fun. Um, uh, DJU is 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 really good. Um, uh, their running game is is great as well. And my number ten, um, you know, shout out to JMU. Um, they they came to win as a whole college. Um so so give me JMU at number ten. Damn, you took JMU. 
Uh, all right, so for me, Georgia's one, Michigan's two. Uh, same points that you guys have already said. Uh, Alabama's three to me. I I think that they're that good. They're they're in the, that same class. Those three are in a class, and just below them is Ohio State, and then Washington. I have Washington over Oregon. I think if if they face each other, I think Washington added another element. They're a little more tested. Um, not to say Oregon isn't tested, but Washington kind of has put themselves through through some junk, and uh, they came out on the other side. So where am I at? One, two, three, four. I got Florida State at, no, I have Oregon over Florida State. So Oregon five, right? Let me go back through. Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, Ohio State, Washington, Oregon, Florida State. So Florida State would be seven in that. And then I think I'll put Texas at eight for you, Caden. Um, te- Texas was... We'll see how C.J. Baxter does. I mean, he has all the talent in the world as well, but we'll see if he puts it all together. I think I'll throw in for my last two. I'll take Oregon State at nine. I just don't have faith in Louisville. I don't think that they're all that good of a team. And then I do like this Missouri team with Luther Burden. And uh, some of the things that they've done on defense are pretty impressive. So that's my top time. All right, let's move on to uh, this upcoming week. Um, this upcoming week had some hits, had some misses, certainly. Um, let's go over some week 12 picks. Jensen, you got a theme for us this week? Oh, yeah. I always got a theme. My, my theme is ranked teams. I'm going against the spread again, uh, year to date. Ranked teams less than or equal to 500%. Or, uh, yeah, 500 overall. Five, 500 overall. Uh, they are all also away. All of these games. So these are ranked teams. Um, number 17, Tulane is at FAU. I'm taking FAU plus nine. Tulane is only one. One game against the spread this year. They're awful. They're they're actually the worst ranked team, <laughs> I think. I love Tulane, but they're not that good of a team this year. They it's only because of their record, but they probably shouldn't be ranked. Um. Anyways, let's move on to the next one. I can't. I'm fading number one Georgia, man. Really? After after Tennessee only gets one or seven points last week. At Tennessee, a little hard to play there. Um I'm going Tennessee plus ten and a half. And I'm not looking back. It's a tough one, but I'm doing it. Yeah, I don't um, love, love it. I don't I don't endorse it, but you can do that. That's fine. Uh you're going to love this next one. Number seven, Texas 
is going to Iowa State. This Iowa State team has really found their mojo, man. And you won't sprinkle take, line. What's that? You won't sprinkle money line. Yeah, you're right. But I'm gonna take <laughs> Iowa State plus seven and a half. It, who knows how much scoring actually happens in this game? I'm not sure. Yeah, no, honestly, I like it. Um, Texas, especially without Jonathan Brooks, um, they keep playing these close games. Um, and, and honestly, making it a close game. Uh, so, yeah, yeah I, I don't mind this at all. Yeah. Uh, this one is a little bit of a surprise to some people. So, number five, Washington, is going into uh, – what, what number is Oregon State? What are they, like? Are they 10? Uh, 10? Yeah. Um, and Oregon State is is favorited in this game by two and a half points. Yeah, Oregon State was great last week. Great. Last I, week. I am taking Oregon State in this game. You, you go you go to the Cor- beaver house. Corvallis ain't gonna easy. get bit. You go Corvallis. to the beaver house, you're gonna get bit. <laughs> You want you are you are begging for that T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, man, I I can see it. I still think Washington's good, but I can I can see it, man. Um, let's move on to the last one, number nine, Louisville, at Miami. Miami's not really a home field advantage at all. Just kind of. Kind of inconvenient for everybody, I think. Mm-hmm. But Miami plus one. Let's do it. Why not? <laughs> While we're here. While we're here. Um, just taking it back to Washington real quick. Do you think if Washington wins this game versus Oregon State that they are they should be in that number four spot in the college football playoffs over Florida State? Um It'll all work itself out. <laughs> It'll I, all work itself out. I mean, a win against Oregon, Oregon State, and, I mean, a decent Utah team is a pretty damn good stretch there, for sure. I think it's a, re- I think it's a really good Utah team. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's – those are great wins. And, yeah, over, over Florida State, yes, for sure. Um, that without question to me. Um, so the rest of the slate for this weekend, I think we've only got a couple moderately good games. Um, we've got the uh the Georgia Tennessee. Oh, we already talked Georgia Tennessee. Um, Utah Arizona. Um, yeah. which should be fun. Uh, Fafita's coming on strong. Um. Utah losing last week, but still a, a fairly decent uh, team. Who knows what to think of Rutgers, Penn State? Penn State will probably blow them out um, just to, to get that sour taste out of their mouths. But this is the annual SEC plays a weak opponent near the end of the season. So Alabama has Chattanooga, Ole Miss has UL Monroe. Um, just just uh, kind of a weak slate overall, but. Uh, Getting things set up for the last two weeks, which should be uh, a lot of fun. But uh, any thoughts on the rest of the weekend? 
Best game of the week is Appalachian State at James Madison. It sure is. Right. It yeah, well, sure is. We will we will keep eyes on that one <clears throat> for sure. What about dude? What about Hawaii Wyoming? True. Did you not watch Hawaii last week? But <laughs> Wyoming I... is at home, and what do we know about Wyoming at home? Home on a range. Yeah, home on a range. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Hawaii beat Air Force last week. So. Hawaii Wyoming at two o'clock. That's a that's an interesting time for a Hawaii Wyoming game for sure. Um, yeah. UCLA UC, USC always is a fun time. Um, All right, uh, over under. How many punts in the Illinois Iowa game? Gross. That's disgusting. Probably yeah. what twelve and a half. Even though, did you see Illinois stats last week? No, dude. Their quarterback had like five hundred yards. Oh yeah, yeah. It was an overtime game versus Indiana. Yeah, yeah. Five oh seven, twenty four for thirty six. Five oh seven with four touchdowns. That's a really good stat line. But, yeah, I mean, this was supposed to be a good UCLA-USC game. and Yeah. And uh, that's definitely not what <laughs> that they're looking for. Iowa-Illinois is another 30 and a half. Dude, I'm telling you, if you put Caleb Williams on UCLA this year, that would be a really fucking good team, actually. The quarterback <laughs> play for UCLA is what's keeping them bad. Yeah, definitely. Their defense is awesome. Their quarterback play is really, really bad. I thought Dante Moore would be a lot better. But put the teams together. It, it, it's been long enough. Put the teams together. Yep. Right. Oh, uh, sure. That is it for Saturday Smoke this week. Uh, enjoy some interesting games this weekend before our big old uh, – Thanksgiving weekend, which should be uh, cool. um, we'll see you guys.